You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's talk about the Detroit point of view. Welcome in a great friend of the program, Tori Petri, DetroitLions.com, Lions team channel here on TuneIn. Tori, let's start with the key headline coming out of that game on Sunday in Baltimore. Matthew Stafford dealing with the hand injury. We've learned in our conversations with you, like most teams, the Lions don't want to divulge too much about aches and pains. Is it looking like Stafford's going to try to play with a hand injury? And I guess then the follow-up would be, how effective can he be based on what Jim Caldwell's been saying this week? Well, it's hard to say at this point. Um, still early in the week, the Lions have only had one practice open to media. Stafford was limited in that practice. He did not throw in the portion that was open to media. He just kind of, uh, he was dressed for practice with the helmet and everything, but just kind of uh, stood to the side, watched uh, Brad Kaya and Jake Rudolph throw passes. So I'm not really sure what else happened in that practice after it was closed to media. So it's hard to say exactly how that hand is doing since we didn't get to see him throw with it. Um, and we'll see if the Lions have two more practices next week, how he progresses. But Jim Caldwell called it a not insignificant injury uh, today. So it sounds like there are some things that he'll have to work through this week and see uh, really how well he can he can do with it. And, uh, you know, he played through the hand injury last year, so it was a finger injury then. But, you know, he really wasn't the same exact quarterback that he was before it, uh, after that injury happened. So we'll see what happens this year. What do you see being the, the pieces of this team that has to step up in order to help him out a little bit? Because this was a question I was asking last week about not having a running game and, and him being gimpy with the right ankle. Now it's the hand. And, and, and you have to, at some point in time, have an answer somewhere else. I know Dwight Freeney is an addition on this defensive side of the football, which I think is a good portion of the team. But what do you see being the strongest portion or the piece that has to step up to help out Matthew Stafford and, and how the game is played? Well, the offensive line really has to be able to protect him and give him time to sit back there and do what he does. You know, he can't be back there panicking about getting hit again. He's a tough guy. You know, he's he's endured a lot of injuries in his time. But the games where he's played well is when been the times where he's kind of had time to sit back there and do what he does. Uh, You know, he has good receivers who can make big plays. It's just a matter of giving him the chance to get that ball to them. And at this point, you know, we haven't seen a lot from the Lions run game this year. Uh, so it, it's, it's tough to count on having a massive, run, a massive day in the run game to really help out Stafford. Uh, so it, it's hard to say, but defensively, the Lions could certainly get better pass rush to kind of help them on the other side of the ball uh, as well. Spotlighting the Lions with Tori Petri from DetroitLions.com, the Lions team channel here on TuneIn. Tori, since you were talking about the ground game, we know that Amir Abdullah was out with a neck injury in Baltimore. What can you tell us about Tion Green, who made his debut as an undrafted rookie? <laughs> yeah, Tion's a great guy. He's very well-liked in that locker room, great personality. So I think everybody was really happy to see him get some snaps, uh, you know, had that kind of opportunity in the preseason where he really had one game where he was going to play a lot, and sure enough, he did, and he showed up in that game, had some very big plays, uh, wow, everybody, and people wanted to see more of him in the regular season ever since, and he finally got that chance uh, this weekend, and he took advantage of it. He you know, just seems to be the type of guy that knows when he has to make a statement for an opportunity, and, and he's done that every time that he's gotten a chance. How much conversations lately uh, has been had uh, when it comes down to the Green Bay Packers there in Detroit, knowing that Hundley has 
uh, what, a couple more weeks left, and then you have to anticipate that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back, come back. Is there a sense of urgency now with understanding that potentially you may end up seeing Aaron Rodgers back into the game? Well, the team itself isn't really talking about that because, like most teams, they do the whole one-game-at-a-time thing. They're not going to look ahead, and they're certainly not going to be talking about if and their butts of who's going to be playing quarterback four weeks from now. Um, but, you know, I think that's in the minds of everybody who's, you know, a fan of this team or who follows this team is what could happen in Week 17. Of course, Rodgers is supposed to be back in Week 15, but the Lions might actually need him to be back uh, in order to help the Packers beat the Carolina Panthers uh, in, in that Week 15 game because the Lions, you know, they need the Panthers to lose to be able to have any shot at, at, uh, at the playoffs. They can't let the Panthers get past and win. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of elements that, that go on here and that, and that happen uh, when you're looking at these last final games of the season. But, of course, you know, they want to keep things in, in their own control and not, uh, you know, just leave it up to other teams losing. And they might have that opportunity if they are able to win out these last four games. But, of course, that would involve uh, beating a Packers team that may or may not have Aaron Rodgers in Week 17. All right, let's wrap it up with cross-promotion. I hear a wonderful promo featuring you and Lomas Brown in heavy <laughs> rotation here on Tuna. Tell us about your podcast. Yeah, it's really fun. Lomas Brown is a former Lions offensive lineman, Lions legend, very well-respected in the Lions community, and overall just a great guy. I might add a Florida Gator as well, like myself. So uh, we have a few bonding moments over that on our podcast, and uh, we chatted a little bit. Today, actually, the podcast should be up this afternoon. We chatted about uh, the, the demolition of the Silverdome and, uh, you know, how that went over the weekend. Lomas was there to see it, the first failed implosion, at least. So uh, we talked a little bit about that, and he reminisced on times at the Silverdome. And then, of course, we broke down last week's game and looked ahead to this game against the Bucks. Lomas Brown. I worked with him at ESPN, and uh... – we used to joke all the time, and I was we were doing a segment together and talking about how offensive linemen need to pass, you know, maybe the defender off to the next guy. And I was talking about pass the pizza, so to speak, you know, because that's what Russ Grimm used to talk about and, and sometimes <laughs> how he used to have the conversation. And Loma's like, I don't know what you're talking about when it comes out of passing the pizza. We didn't pass the pizza. We passed big bodies over to us. So Lomas and I had a chance to be together, and uh, he's a fun guy uh, to yes. be around. And uh, tell him I said hello when you have a chance to talk to him again. I will. I will. Thank you, Tori. We appreciate the information. Enjoy the matchup against Tampa Bay on Sunday. Thank you. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.